Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Over the hump here on Wednesdays, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the My Talk app and My Talk 1071 in the St. Paul Saints, bringing you Cat Video Festival 2020, the virtual quarantine edition. The Cat Video Festival will premiere online 8 p.m. Thursday, August 20th. So submit your quarantine cat videos now for your chance to win $1,000. All the info at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword cat. Now, oh, do oh, Johnny! I think are we talking about Johnny? Johnny? Depp, no, the headlines. Keyword today. cats, huh? Keyword cats. I yeah. <laughs> uh, there's. Listen, Johnny is done testifying, but okay. now all all of the people. It's interesting. The headlines all coming out of um, Johnny Depp's day. Yes. Six or seven of this trial with his um, suing the son for libel. It's all the people that work in the bubble right. of a famous person, which okay. is how many people? Estate managers, okay, housekeeping, yes, um, personal assistant, okay. Uh, both Johnny and Amber each had their own personal assistant, okay. PAs as we call them. PAs, I had that's one right. for a summer. Makeup mm-hmm. artist, security. These are the people that are the testifying, testifying right now. Right now. So okay. here are just some of the headlines from what is being the libel case across the pond to. that's right okay. amber heard's former personal assistant claims she confided her story of a brutal rape that she suffered when she was traveling and it was at knife point and she said that amber heard stole that story and twisted it to accuse Johnny Depp. She said, when I heard that my conversation, I was like, why does this story, why is it so familiar? It's my story. So she testified to that. She also testified that Amber Heard made her um, lie to the authorities uh, and say that Amber had filled out the paperwork for her dogs to go to Australia. Oh, remember that? And the assistant mm-hmm. said, I can't do that. You know, it says here on this thing, it's right. punishable with like $10,000. If you don't do it, I'll fire you. So that, okay. that, um, and that led to the wonderful video where it looked like Johnny Depp was going to really, uh, hostage. Yeah. Um, her name is Kate James. So okay. that, that's a couple of things that she, testified to today that are just you know um um pretty outrageous pretty outrageous um also uh amber heard um uh the the um 
the makeup artist who did her makeup before she was on James Corden. Um, the night that she said that she had two black eyes from Johnny Depp hitting her. Yes, and she said, and she didn't have anything, and right. I did her makeup. So yeah. that uh, was a was, lie. Was a lie, and then she said, then three days later, she showed up with makeup or you know with bruised eyes, and sure. I had just seen her, so that was a lie. That okay. was uh, that, and um, um, people are going crazy over the picture of the poop. In the so. marital bed, mm-hmm. that's still happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, just showing that this crap show has gotten even crappier. Yep. And um, also, uh, and by the way, her uh, personal assistant um, um, just said that um, she constantly drank a lot of wine and her habit to email her personal assistant of things she wanted done were between two and four in the morning and they were very abusive and mean. Yeah. So that was just from that lady. Okay. Then the former, and this lady worked for Amber Heard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not anymore. And doesn't work for Johnny anymore. And then this guy who was the former estate manager and worked with Johnny between 2014 and 2016 said that Amber Heard is, he said they were like a couple of school children, but she would antagonize and want, like he said, she would start a fight if Johnny quit holding her hand sitting on the couch. What? You don't love me? And he said she was constantly so. Extremely needy. We had heard that. He said that about her too. If I didn't continue to do exactly what she wanted. And Ben is the guy who found the severed fingertip. Um, That was missing. They needed to find it for Johnny to go to the hospital and get it reattached. And he said that Amber put out a cigarette on Johnny's cheek. And he saw that. Ooh. Can you believe? And then the turd made the appearance. (laughs) But there's something about... And what kind of a filter they used on that. It was just like... And Johnny wanted the DNA DNA on the turd. To prove... (laughs) That it was Amber's. Because she kept saying it was to his. the housekeeper, that is not mine. You know, Johnny has toilet humor, but in court, they called it lavatorial, mm-hmm. lavatorial humor. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it really, he wanted to know because then she was saying it was the dogs. And now Amber hasn't even testified I can't yet. You guys, this is supposed to, this trial. When is it ending? It That's- is. Like, not until, like, sometime next week. Oh. It's really... And then, yeah. And the wives, the ex-girlfriends still have to testify, and the... Oh, and then the estate manager of his private island, which is a different one than this other guy, Ben. Okay. He's like the traveling. He would be at Johnny at all of his homes, except the private island. In Bahamas. Yeah, this yes. that's a different lady. Yes. Her name is Tara Roberts. And she said, you know, she just said, you know, that uh, she testified that Amber Heard was a thrower. They were constantly cleaning up things that she was throwing at Johnny. Bod, you know, liquor bottles. Um, she testified that she saw him get his hair pulled by her. I mean, he's really, this is really a... It just sounds picture. like a really disturbing marriage, Laura. Your yeah, relationship, doesn't it? it really mm-hmm. does. And um, anyway, so she testified on at least three different occasions. She saw him with wounds 
Mm-hmm. From Ramber. Right. And testified. You called her Ramber. Ramber. I like that uh-huh. too. Anyway. Ramming Amber. It's just gross. It really, right. really is. Right. We're not going to be, I just don't know uh, how this, if there's going to be any vindication because uh, we're going to have to really scrub our brains to forget all these horrible headlines. Yeah, I don't know, Laura. I mean, at this point, it's just like, there's like six or seven a day. So much happens in that high court. And we haven't even had Winona. Like, the next couple of days are people testifying on it. Johnny's defense hasn't rested yet, or however well, right. they do it. Because it's all the character witnesses now that are coming forward, and then it's her turn. And then she'll have the character witnesses, maybe. Which she's not even being sued, but because no, she's the one who called them wife Peter. Oh, my gosh, you guys. All right. How about this? Are we interested in Andrew McCarthy's memoir? I really am. And if people don't remember who that is. Pretty in pink, pink. less than zero, St. Elmo's Fire. He really was an 80s actor. And he's been, uh, people also might know him. And, you know, he's been in dozens of movies and TV shows. Remember that one TV series he was in where he played that creepy guy? Oh, yeah. It was so good. Um, it was on one season, but he, he oh he was the he was the oh the neighbor remember the neighbor, that I, oh what we loved that movie and that was another one that got canceled. What was the yeah it was it like was a called, series. It wasn't the family. It was the family. Yeah. He played Hank Asher. Yeah, but he also what he's really been doing. He's in Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of directing. Okay, um, and all kinds of TV Orange shows, is the new black gossip black, girl, other the blacklist, yeah. Anyway, he's uh, it's coming weekend out. at Bernie's is where a lot of people know him too. Yes, yes. yes. Um, next spring he is having what he's calling a long delayed reckoning. It's his memoir is called Brat, an '80s story, and of course the term Brat he's trying to take back because all of the Brat pack, um, Rob Lowe, Molly Ringwald, Amelia Estevez, Demi Moore, they all talked about how Callie they, Sheedy. how they hated that term. And that term Brat pack was popularized by an unflattering New York magazine story. And the reporter referred to them as a Brat pack and it ran in 1985 and the author who coined it, you know, her or his opinion, they felt, of course, everyone was in their 20s, right. that they were very shallow and self-absorbed. And all of them were offended by that. But the name stuck. It did. It really did. And the movie St. Ambrose Fire, like you said, came out in 1985 when the article was written about the Brat Pack. That has stayed with them for years. Yeah. So anyway, so it's called Brat, an 80s story. I bet it'll be good because he was, um, he's spoken openly about his past struggles. He had a travel show for a while that he did kind of a um he was sort of adventurous i can't mm-hmm. remember what it was, channel it was, was on. on travel and leisure he was a travel writer for national yeah. geographic travel the atlantic anyway so that mm-hmm. he's, he's working on it right now kids if you're wondering yeah i he was always so darling oh and he felt like he was damaged like you just wanted to protect him I don't yeah. know why. Okay. My first husband always reminded me of Andrew McCarthy. He did. I okay. got, you know, kind of, I just thought he was dreamy mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to run out of dreams for dreamy. <laughs> dreamy, I don't want to be dreaming. I don't want to dream with you. I don't want you in my dreams anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about this, uh, the, uh, the Hollywood um, and British expats in Hollywood that wrote a letter to tax them more. 
like uh, Richard Curtis, who did Notting Hill, and Abigail Disney. They're like, we are rich. This COVID thing is hurting the country. Tax us more. And they got 82 people to sign it. Richie Riches in Hollywood and wow. expats that yeah. live in Hollywood. Abigail Disney's been very outspoken on he her position been. on this. Yeah, they call themselves Millionaires for Humanity, and they urged authorities to immediately, substantially, and per- permanently raise taxes on people like us as COVID-19 strikes the world. Millionaires like us have a critical role to play in healing our world. We're not caring for the sick people. We're not driving ambulances. We're not right. restocking. We're not delivering food. But we do have money, lots and lots of it, money that's desperately needed and will continue to be needed in the years ahead as our world reco- recovers from this crisis. That's- the Ben and Jerry co-founder, Jerry Greenfeld, signed it. So it wasn't just like movie right. people, venture capitalist John O'Farrell. Um, so anyway, please tax us, tax us, tax us. It is the right choice. It's the only choice. This was spearheaded by Abigail Disney. Wow. How about that? Very cool. I know. So who says that I'd like him to pay my taxes? Right. (laughs) All right. Listen, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Okay. We just have a little bit of this and a little bit of that this afternoon regarding dirt. Uh, Let's start with a story that's from the world of sports, and that is concerning the football team that is currently located in Washington, D.C., that is going through a name change. They are no longer going to be known as the Redskins. However, there have been a series of tweets from local reporters warning of an imminent bombshell set to shake the franchise to its core. So this is coming from uh, the CBS affiliate in Washington saying the warped and toxic culture of the Washington football team is about to be exposed in a sickening fashion again. And uh, a reporter over at the NBC affiliate in Washington said, what's coming is disappointing and sad. Now, it's remaining unclear what's going to surface. Several other reporters have also been tipped off to news that it could be devastating to the Washington NFL team. Wow. Somebody said there is much more going on than a name change, and it's not good. I didn't get into specifics, but get ready. So it seems like all the major news outlets in Washington, D.C., CBS, NBC, ABC, they're all saying that it's been a really busy week for them. Whoa, I wonder what it is. Have there been rumors about that guy? Well, the guy I mean, who owns it is, is Dan gross, Snyder. Dan Snyder, he had remember he, because that whole thing with that team changing its name started here in Minnesota. You told me this. Yeah, Vern and Clyde Bellacore, they started the American Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Indian movement, and they protested, and it really has the the seeds were here, but that was 1992. Look how long it's taken. Right. And that guy said he would never change the name, but of course, as soon as money, because they, you know, as soon as FedEx and like, as soon as the pocket was, because they didn't do the name change for the right reasons. They right. did it for the monetary Right, reason. right, right. Well, the headline from yesterday, this is coming from Insider. Daniel Snyder's decision to change the Washington name may be linked to his obsession with building a stadium bigger and better than the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Well, those, if you know football rivalries, the Redskins and the Cowboys. Don't even discard right, the Washington The, the football Washington team. football team. Mm-hmm. I can't take and that And the Cowboys are one of the biggest. Yes. And mm-hmm. so the owner... Leaning into that rivalry obsession. So apparently, you know, to Lori's point, it was a financial decision ultimately that made them change the team name. Right. We shall see. Reporters are busy in Washington, D.C. We don't know what they're working on yet, but I'm sure that we will uh, get around to that sooner or later. Uh, Oprah donating additional three million dollars to a covid-19 relief effort in South Los Angeles. So she created a coalition of three L.A.-based grassroots organizations, and she is donating to all of them. Also, she's uh, investing. If you want to get some investment tips from Oprah, she is, do- or she is investing in Oatly oat milk. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. So um, Oatly just got a two million dollar. Uh, I feel so bad for our milk because you know all of our farmers and their milk. I know it. <laughs> I know when you go into the. Dairy area of yeah, a grocery yeah, yeah. store. There's a lot of oat milk. No, but uh, that's Weiss good. Milk. I'm glad yeah. Oprah did yeah. that because it's specific. South yes. LA. Think of all yes. the people who've lost jobs and everything. And yeah. So this three million dollar donation is going huge. to be presented to South LA Forward, which was just created, uh, and it's based out of three LA-based grassroots organizations: Sola, I Can Conve- excuse me, I Can Foundation, Sela, and the Watts Healthcare Corporation. So she is doing some good there. Uh, and uh, we're getting a little gossip from Us Weekly about Brad Pitt's relationship with his son Maddox. Oh, so and is the, it back on? No, it is not. Mm-hmm. So new sources reveal in our Us Weekly that the relationship continues to be non-existent. Kids can be very that's stubborn. And don't worry, this I know, is they're they're so it. young. I know, it. I know, but it's just that's a hard one. Yeah, it's a tough age. It's not your kids. kids. It isn't. I'm just, I can just say that. I know. I'm just saying, though. I like, I don't think that's a big deal. I feel like kids are very stubborn in college age. You know, they get their mindset to something. Mm -hmm. I'm never speaking to you again. Yeah. He forgets how long. Again is. Brad has been in his life. Yeah. And it will also, he'll realize eventually it's a drag for his uh, siblings. Yeah, well, big time, big, big time. time, big time. I mean, they have a big family. So the source also telling us weekly uh, that he doesn't see Maddox and Brad Pitt is not really talking to his 16 year old son, Pax. Oh, those boys. So 16 years old. Oh, uh, yes. Family drama. Matt Damon apparently causing a scene in Brooklyn Heights in New York City yesterday, according to page six. Matt Damon had an entire street blocked off all day in Brooklyn so he could move into his new 6,000-square-foot condo. 
Well, well and that's had a lot City. of moving trucks. I mean, you know, what are you supposed to do? It's New York City when you're moving in the penthouse. Right. You've got to hire the cranes well, to you, move your couches it, and your trees. That's they right. don't fit in the elevator. That's right. Witnesses said a crane lifted <laughs> furniture to the home and trees to well, the terrace. I know that he took out the appropriate permits to do so. A big, yes. enormous red crane. Yeah, it's union people anyway. So, so yeah. So, what know, are you gonna do? That's right. Well, the neighbors weren't too happy about it, but hopefully, Matt Damon and his family got all moved into their six thousand square foot townhome in Brooklyn. Hey, speaking of real estate, it's divorce liquidation time for Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. They just sold their Nashville home for three point seven million dollars. The original asking price, $7.9 million. Wow. Yeah. It seems like they maybe just want to divide the marital assets and move on. By the way, it was uh, nearly 20,000 square feet sitting on 8.5 acres of property. If you want to just fantasize about real estate for a hot second. There you go. Well, that is a, let me just tell you something. That is a trend. To fantasize about real estate? Yes. Yes. There's a game going around right now where people go to like Zillow or something. Yeah. And then it's it's a COVID uh, game just because people are bored and just what would you do with, you know, and you send it out to your friends, like a link to a really big house. What would you do with this house? It has a name. It's called Zillow uh, scrolling or something because you had your up and down. Your- Doom and gloom scrolling. scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking a, a, a fantastical yeah. trip on Zillow. I did that la- a couple weeks ago, you went did? to Malibu. It was wonderful. It was like, oh, I can afford this trailer, maybe, not so much. <laughs> there but you then, go. But then the problem is with the trailers in Malibu, California, is that, you know, the trailer might be reasonable, but then... The property. The property. Uh-huh. The rental fee yes. is like 10 times more than the trailer itself. Right. And they're saying that this is Zillow stocking, a strangely satisfying pandemic pastime but that when you look at all these properties, looking at listings is addictive. The homes are aspirational. They're entertaining. And they're stability porn. <sighs> now, I dare I mean, anyone to go truth. look up stability porn. And guess where I was brought to today? Right. A porn up. The, the, the porn place up. you yeah. have told me to go to. Ever. We've been recommending. But yeah. stability porn is new slang. And so I was just looking if anyone had a definition for it. Did you get to a stable area of porn? Like nothing. Nothing that wasn't completely dirty. Okay. I'm thinking that it's porn on a scooter. And so you're trying to keep your core stable. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> you go. Somebody who doesn't have to do stability porn at all, he can just go ahead and buy real estate. Simon Cal, he's set to take full control of Got Talent and the X Factor. He's buying out Sony Music Entertainment's stake in his company. So Simon Cal is personally buying them out. Wow. wow. Okay. Jeez. He probably got it at a deal. I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, we'll be back. We got Vintage Scandal. Perfect. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. Quite the scandal, all right. Well, Vintage Scandal today was prompted by the finale last night on the good old USA Network, soon now streaming on Netflix, Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story. Oh, you watched it. I... It was so good. I know you, but liked I did it so not. I, I had to resist the urge to Google what. The story. Where's Betty Broderick? Where is she now? We we're watching the story, uh, and and basically, 
One of the things I did not realize, and it's excellent. It's a continuation of Dirty John from the first series with Connie Britton. It sounds like there's going to be another true crime thing. But one of the things that I thought, okay, I'm not going to Google anything about this until the finale. And I watched it this morning. Amanda Pete was just amazing. But one of the things is that, so the story, Betty Broderick meets her future husband at the University of Notre Dame, Notre Dame in 1965. Just so you get the okay. period of time okay. when, when maybe when young women went to college with the idea of finding a husband. Sure. Not they so got much. an MRS degree, if I remember back in the day. Is that what they called it? They did, the MRS degree. Don't you remember that? What does that call it? What's it? Mrs. Oh, yeah. MRS. Okay. Siri? Oh, yeah. No, so, but- so they got married on April. They got not married all in, women. I mean, but that was just kind of the time. Thing. Yeah, the okay. time. So then they get married in 1969. Okay. She comes home from the honeymoon, pregnant with their first child. Then she gives birth to four more children: 71, 76, 79, and then like in 1980, she gave birth to a boy who died two days after birth. Wow, ten years. Okay. Yeah, and. He went to law school and to medical school, and she uh, she got a job, and she took care of the kids. And I mean, it was very traditional in that way. And so he get he gets an MD degree from Columbia, right. and then after he gets that, then he says he wants to be an attorney. And um, she was the main provider for the family while Dan attended law school. Then they mm-hmm. moved to San Diego. He's quickly hired by a law firm. Who, because they're going to do medical lawsuits, is going to be handy having a lawyer who has an MD degree. Absolutely. So, um, and then she just, you know, raised the kids, cause, yeah. you know, and was pregnant, you know, and stay-at-home mom. And then in the fall of 1982, so they've been married since 69, and she just had the miscarriage two years earlier, he hires a 21-year-old assistant a former Delta Airlines flight attendant, and she's beautiful, blonde, young. Yeah. Any wife would yeah. go crazy, at least as far as what are you doing. And she suspected Dan right away of having an affair okay. because now they have been married, you know, 16 years or whatever, and the kids, and he's always working. And her instinct, and we see all this and any of the number of shows, but this is the most recent. She's suspicious. He denies it. He denies it. He denies it. And then he tells her in 1985, early in the year, I just need some space. I'm going to move out. But I'm not, it's nothing to do with this woman. Okay. Okay. So then she, one day she's just furious because now she's just, okay, they're just, their life is on hold and she gets mad and she drops off all the kids at his house because she's just been taking care of them. Your turn. Your turn. Yeah, just ha- I've had it up to my eyeballs. Your turn now. Basically, she never had custody of her kids again because he was such a good attorney. He used everything that she did. And their divorce case, Broderick versus Broderick, became one of the more famous divorce cases in the United States primarily because it was one of the first to involve a woman who'd worked while putting her husband through graduate and professional school. And where was the recognition? 
I just had this conversation on a walk today you with did? someone. Yes. Yeah. About one or the other not working to put the other one through whatever. And by this time, no, her husband is so successful yep. because he's married the law and the business degree. He also is the president of the San Diego Bar Association. Oh, how convenient. So then Betty couldn't find a lawyer when he tells her, I am divorcing you. Because everyone, he's told everyone, I'm not. Well, he, everyone knows who he, he is. is. And no one wants to fight against him. Right. Yeah. And uh, no one wants, so she thinks she's at, so she thinks he played all kinds of dirty tricks. He gets the sole custody. She wasn't intending for him to keep the kids, but he knows all this legal yep. thing and she's maneuvering without anything. And then um, she probably doesn't get di- any money. Yeah. The divorce was finalized four years after Dan filed the petition. She just basically went crazy. That's what I'm thinking, too. Sent hundreds, and we see all of this, and then all these profane messages, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And he gets married to the, the woman, second, yeah, like within days of the divorce, right? And um, uh, they thought Betty would crash the wedding because she's just done so many things, and they have this very contentious divorce. And she maintains that she thought that she was going to be living this life. For the rest of her life, and now here she is, you know, living in a condo and without her kids, without her kids, without, without the any money. money. Okay, so this is the stage that you're she, not going to tell us the end. Yeah, I am going to tell you. Then eight months after they got married, and we but see, this we already know in the show without yes, knowing do. the finale. Eight months after, or seven months after they got married, Betty Broderick had gotten her oldest daughter's keys uh-huh. and went into the house at five in the morning. And she shot both Dan and Linda as they were sleeping in bed. She mm-hmm. fired five times, pulled the phone out of the bedroom because apparently Dan wasn't dead. And she turns herself into the police and says she doesn't remember what happens. And the first trial, she's brought to trial. It's a hung jury. Now she's a superstar in prison and all these women are writing letters to her because other women have found themselves in that type of a predicament. The husband leaves them for the hot young secretary. It makes it look and he outmaneuvers you in the legal world and you have nothing and you've given up all the quote unquote best of your life. So she's like this prison rock star and her lawyer is trying to say, listen, we've got to get through one more trial just because you had a hung jury. People That's- had sympathy for you, but you're going to be tried again. I don't want you doing these interviews with the L.A. Times. Right. It'll people ruin magazine, our case. Answering people's letter, yep. talking to strangers, all that stuff could be admissible. There's a second trial. Same attorney, the same defense attorney, the exact same prosecutor. It was basically a replay of the first trial, but she's fine. She'd done these interviews <gasps> and they did not believe that she didn't remember because it, she kind of made it sound like I had a plan or basically. So here, here we go. What happens to Betty Broderick? She's 72 years old. She's still in the women's correctional facility in Chino, California she was sentenced to 15 years to life. She's been in jail She's ever since that day. Since the 80s? 1989. 
She was denied parole in January 2010 because she uh, would not show any remorse. She still believes, I guess she was justified. She was denied parole then again in 2011 and then in 2017, and she won't be eligible until 2032, so she's going to die in prison. And, um, But can you see, like, because I, we've seen movies like... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like this, and we know this. Oh, anything and on so, Snapped, or yeah, you know, you know, is that on Oxygen? Holly Snapped, I think those well, TV shows. Sure, yeah, but I think it is. Did they? Did the children? Did she ever have any relationship with their children? Yes, there have been four books written about her. Meredith Baxter, Bernie yes. won an Emmy playing. Her. I remember this. Yes, and but you were can t- see how she would just watch her world. Like I don't understand why Dylan sees my point. I put this man through college. I gave up everything for and, him. And, the, and the, now he has my house, my kids, my gives the new secretary is my white life. Yes. You can see how that would progress. Yeah, and her her kids, um her her children, her her oldest daughter testified against Betty in court and she released a book uh six years ago, Betty Broderick, my mom, the Kim Broderick story, and she told people in nineteen ninety two that her mother would call her from jail and blame her incarceration on her daughter, saying, if it weren't for you, I would be that's, here. Well, that's just horrible. Horrible. And um, and then Kathy Lee, which is the second young, the, the next daughter, okay. she testified um, that her mom called her after the murders to confirm that the Biatch is dead. And then the, mm. uh, the, 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 the third snapped. child, Daniel Broderick, he went on to go to Stanford University he does not believe um, Betty should be freed from prison because he thinks she's so justifying. Like yep. And the youngest kid, the youngest boy, he appeared on Oprah and he thinks she should be let out because she's not a danger to anybody anymore. Right. So uh, that is uh, what happened. To but the Betty. acting is amazing in this. It's Christian Slater, Amanda Peet. It's it was just Dirty really, John. It's amazing oh. how many shows. I mean, in the spring of 2020, a true prime, try, true crime crime podcast about the Betty Broderick started airing on the L.A. Times. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all. How many years later in? Um, I think today Oxygen airs a special episode of Snapped, Killer Couples Devoted to the Brady Broderick Case. That's tonight. Okay. There have been, like I said, four books, multiple shows. But wow. basically it was, she really took all of her jail fame. Celebrity to heart. And then didn't listen to her attorney. Yep. And 
Anyway, well, she was probably so relieved that someone was listening to her and she didn't think she was crazy, but she was. She's still she there. snapped. She's still there. She snapped. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. She's really been doing some good covers again this week. Linger by the Cranberries. She did yesterday. I don't know that song. And then she did The Climb. You know Linger by the Cranberries. Cranberries, Dolores Rudin. I know. Laura, Their one song. All right. I, we linger. I we played it when she died, I and remember. then you were like, "I love this song." I love it. You're already checked out, and we've got ten more minutes, lady. No, I have. <laughs> no, she's checking out. She's. I've seen her get undressed. I've seen. I've checked hey. her pockets for. Did you get tennis. redressed? Yeah, yeah, she's going to play tennis, oh, so lovely. she's basically been naked in here. And oh, this, no one this works is how in, Kenny saw you naked. No one, one time. works in this building anymore. No, I know, but this is how you were. Um, you flashed somebody inadvertently. I did. I've changed so many times in this studio. Here's Linger. A couple things that are happening. Today it was announced that Walmart starting next Monday, which is the 20th, everyone has to wear a mask in Walmart. So that's national, and that includes Sam's Club. Costco already did this. If everyone, if there would just be a blanket, everyone wear a mask. Four to eight weeks, it would all be under control, according to the new study. According to this from the CDC, they just said if everyone just blanket, if we all just yeah. wore masks. I mean, think of all the suffering that is going on, and we could have had, we didn't have to be suffering this badly. I'm not into it anymore. Uh, I'm not into it anymore. So pl- here's the stores Starbucks, Costco, Sam's Club, Walmart, Menards, Walgreens, Dollar Tree, ATT, Verizon, um, and then the people that encourage their yeah. people to wear masks, TJ. Max, Marshalls, CVS. I, I'm surprised we haven't heard from Target today on this. Well, you know what? I am. Yes. And people, you do, you do it. All right. If I were giving President Trump advice, I would say if you would like to start digging yourself out of a hole, <laughs> just make a federal mandate for masks, and I guarantee your approval rating would go up like 10 points. Uh, well, I agree 100%. I mean, just boom, bam, do it. I mean, it's just ridiculous. There you go. Okay, uh, Jim Carrey was on with um, Howard Stern. He's he was? Back. He's got his memoir is coming oh, out. Oh, that's right. His memoir that... Holly, did you tell us it's kind of a semi-autobiographical novel? Yeah, he worked on it with another person, and they've been working on this for at least 12 years. So wow. he incorporates some of the experiences he's had, real celebrities. I think that he has Gwyneth Paltrow in there, apparently Nicolas Cage, who is a big fan of this book. <laughs> it's called Memoirs and Misinformation, and they're describing it as semi-autobiographical novel. And... um when he Jim was on with Howard Stern yesterday, Howard, you know, he's prepared. He read the book mm-hmm. and he says to Jim Carrey, I was surprised to learn that you write that Renee Zellweger was the love of your life. Me and Irene. Me and Irene. That was the movie they starred in. I guess I just, I'm kind of surprised. I am too. It was, they met filming that movie, me and Irene, and she was like a nurse or something. Do you guys remember that? Well, that's Nurse Betty. Oh, but. Yeah, you're thinking of that. But I mean, he has in other places has said, you know, like that, you know, she was kind of boring, but um, he was very subdued about that. He said, I, she she was so special to me. She's just very, very special. She's lovely. And I, I meant what I said when I said, She's the love of my life. 
So because he was, was married, single? you know, he was married. I know to he was Jenny McCarthy. Then he was married to that one actress from the early nineties, yeah. and then he dated the woman that died um, by a drug problem. Yeah, and uh, the Irish actress, right? Anyway, but she's Who's free right now. I think I know. Who's to say they couldn't get back together? Reach Who can out? say? Yeah, but anyway, that'll be an interesting. Oh book. yes. I don't know. Why don't you get on booking that one to get him on our program? Sure, we very... never get him. And he got bad news. His show, Just Kidding, got canceled. I don't know anyone who watched it on Showtime. I know one person who did, and they liked it. Did, did they? they? Yeah. Did they love? Well, I don't know if it was necessarily love, but if you liked Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with Jim movie. Carrey, he's working with Michelle Gondry on Kidding, so it has a similar okay. fanciful tone. Dark comedy. And and his movie, The Truman Show, feels like what we're living in right now. <laughs> oh, good afternoon, good evening, and good, good night. Good evening, good night. Jeez oh. oh, Louise. Um, anyway, so I just thought that was kind of interesting because I didn't realize they only dated for like a year. Yeah. See, sometimes that one year, ro- just a romance of one year, it's just, it's just sweet, got the tinge you, of you need to halo. get out on time, though. That's right. You've got that. It's got the halo effect. 14 of memory. or 15 months, it's too much. Get right. out on time. Yeah. Well, and then you can always have the halcyon days, the good times mm. of that kind of relationship, not all the, you know, stuff that kind of comes with a long term relationship. Yeah. The drama, the yeah. drama. Okay. Um, so, and Rihanna's Fenty. Beauty, beauty skin care line is coming at the end of July. In case you were just wondering, her, I'm dying. The, I'm dying to know all well, about it, darling. Listen, tell you know, me everything. She's trying to, you know. I this is we can glow like a bad, a bad gal, Joya. To just use a glow. No, bad gal. I get it. Yeah, I know. Anyway, that's happening too, right? It's going to be medicated, non-medicated. And oh. kits, tools, and applicators. Look out, Chris Jenner. There's someone else in the beauty wow. business. Wow. I don't do you know. think we'll sell more? Kim Kardashian, skincare, or, or Fenty Beauty? Holly? Fenty. Yeah. So Hands do down. I. It's yeah. just, so do it's, I. But it's probably, it's just more quality product. That is. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. yeah. All right, people, so here's the deal. Well, there Happy hump day night. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back tomorrow. Happy tennis night. Thank you. Let's see how I do, though. We'll be back. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. 
Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.